Welcome to the Bit by Bit podcast, your nerd culture variety show centered on gaming, technology, and entertainment. Welcome back. This is episode 62. This week, uh, we are talking about Halloween, the origins of Halloween. Um, how did we even come to practice these strange traditions? Uh, so uh, my name is Blake Walker. I'm one of your hosts. With me, as always, is Brian Phillips. Hey, everybody. As well as our other co-host, Joey Trowbridge. Good to be back. I don't think I was gone the last one, but I'm always happy <laughs> good to be to here. Always happy <laughs> to still be here. Good to still be here. Haven't been fired yet. Nope, not this week. So, we're going to get right into it here with our rundowns. Uh, Joey, what you been doing since the last episode? Black Ops 4. I'll just jump right to it. It's got its hooks in me, man. Well, you knew that was uh, going to happen. I, I did the second <laughs> I bought it, like it was to be expected. It just scratches a good middle ground itch for me. And like the Battle Royale, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's got problems. It's new. In a lot of ways, I can kind of see where it was like kind of a last minute idea for them. Been playing a lot of that. Also to fill my time when I'm on the computer, but not really in the mood to like, I don't know, focus on something fast paced. I've been playing a lot of Divinity Original Sin 2. Nice. So good. Like D&D rule based. I'll botch this. There's probably somebody out there that knows exactly what it is and they're just screaming at their speakers right now. But like RPG, super in-depth, like pen and paper style, like interaction. And it's uh, it's good. It's really good. I can easily see where like it's not for everybody. Been playing those two games, working here or there. Still just riding the motorcycle. Um, <laughs> that's starting to get In real the cold. cold. Yeah, it's getting real cold. God, it was like 27 degrees or something this morning. I'm going to end up with pneumonia. Maybe. And, uh, same, same. Just hanging out in the bit by bit Discord pretty much every night this week. It's been kind of cool. Um, waiting on Red Dead Redemption 2 to come out so I can yep. just sacrifice my entire life for it. Yep. That's that's about it for me, man. Um, Good deal. What do you What have you been up to? Me? What have I been up to? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So... I actually um, had a buddy recommend the show Future Man to me. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this show. (laughs) It is never a show I would have watched on my own, probably. Um, It is just all time travel based. It's a Hulu original, Um, but it's very zany and really violent and really vulgar. (laughs) It's like, it's a really strange combination, but it's very, it's very like back to the future and kind of campy in that way. Uh, I'm already sold. It's yep. it's very very cool. I think you should um, at least check it out. It has some really good laughs in it. It just gets so ridiculous. And what was it called? It's called Future, Future Man. Man. Future Man. Future Man. Yep. Nice. Hmm. So it was okay. Um, what are we talking episodes? Thirty minutes? Hour? Uh, I want to say they're like forty-five, 45. minutes. Yeah, I think there's like thirteen of them or something. Cool. Also, watch the first episode of Doctor Who, which I think we'll probably talk about here in a minute of new Doctor Who. Really, really enjoyed it. Was su- really surprised by it. I mm-hmm. I expected to like it. I think that the new direction's cool for the show. Um, I just didn't know I was going to like thoroughly enjoy it as much as I did. So that was fun to actually mm-hmm. like Doctor Who like I used to. Um, 
In addition to that, Daredevil Season 3 is getting ready to drop, actually tomorrow, as of us recording this, so by the time this episode's out, go watch Daredevil Season 3. It's supposed to be the best <laughs> one since the first season, so. Uh, you didn't like Season 2? No, I'm not, I mean, I love them all. <laughs> I thought Season 2 was amazing with the Punisher and Dude. everything, it was great. The way I think that is, like, in my opinion, the best rendition of the Punisher that's been done. Absolutely. Period. Totally agree. So good. Uh, I haven't been playing a whole lot. I know we talked about Ring of Elysium, I think, maybe on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Battle Royale game. So that's been fun. But really, what takes the cake for me lately is Forza Horizon 4. Mm-hmm. I saw I, you playing that earlier. I really, really like the Horizon games. 3 was so good. 4 is mm-hmm. just like... Oh man, it reminds me of next playing. Level. It's next level awesome. It reminds me of playing um, Project Gotham Racing, like on the original I Xbox. That was a thing. And it was. I loved those games because they had game types in them, like try and do cone challenges and whatnot, and like score points by driving through cones as fast as you can, and speed challenges and stuff. Well, Forza is like, how about we just take the most photorealistic cars in any game anywhere, and then put all that cool stuff in there in an open world, and you can just do it whenever. You're whenever you want at your pace um really really cool the addition of seasons throughout the year and changing the map dynamically based on that is like insane uh really cool tech and it's really fun to play so that's I downloaded uh, it i haven't had a chance to boot it up but it, i can only met horizon 3 was like one of the i think probably the most fun i've had with a racing game in a long time absolutely and this one's and- even better it really is they perfected the formula. Need to hop on and play with you. You mentioned uh, Project Gotham Racing. I always get that title mixed up with Gotham City Imposters. Oh, yeah. Which was a, <laughs> like a shooting game. A but Batman. people dressed up like Batman or Joker and you had like gang wars. Yeah. That was a weird game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really I think it was a thing that they spin-off. like, they're like, hey, we have this cool idea. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you make it Batman? <laughs> they're like, I guess. <laughs> Batman, they didn't kill anybody. Just, just we got the license. Make it work. Oh, we'll make them imposters. They won't really be Batman. <laughs> so yeah. So this week I watched Riverdale season three, the first and second episode. Doctor Who. I watched it with the BBC America simulcast while I was on vacation out on the beach. Yeah, I've been watching Man in the High Castle. Uh, I think that's also season three. That's been good. Reading the Genesis Core rule book. Which, uh, if you don't know about Genesis, I would call it like the spiritual successor to GURPS. Playing Star Realms uh, on my phone, which is like a deck building, almost uh, Magic the Gathering for babies, I would say. Uh, (laughs) That makes makes more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my my podcast suggestion for this week um, is the film Reroll. So what they do is... They are actually the ones that I found out about GURPS from. They take movies and role play through them as if they are characters in that setting. And then the entire plot of the movie just basically changes. (laughs) So they find a common starting point and then play an RPG. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. It's awesome. Yeah. I would love to probably listen. I think that would be super cool. So the... uh, the I would say the good place to start to understand how it works would be one of their first episodes. It might actually be their first episode is uh, Back to the Future Part 2. 
they introduce mechanics into it because they're dealing with time travel in that movie. And they're like, all right, if you guys don't land it, something bad could happen and you could make a paradox and destroy the universe. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. I need to listen to that. The absolute best one, though, that, in my opinion, um, they did one on The Wizard of Oz. And it's just, it's incredible. Like, I built an entire uh, role-playing world that I want to play out based on how they played the movie Wizard of Oz. They do a really good job. They're, They're like four or five best friends. They switch out with whoever's playing. And, uh... They're most of them are like stand-up comedians, um, and they just they just improv through the entire thing. It's awesome. Film re-roll. That's really cool. Let's talk about Halloween. We're here because of All Hallows Eve. That is this Ooh. week. So God bless thank. North American tradition. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the perversion of North American culture on Celtic tradition. On Celtic tradition. About to say nowadays, like Halloween doesn't mean anything but like spice, pumpkin spice, and Uggs and PSL. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, over commercialized just like everything else, uh, definitely. Classic, but we're here to talk about how it started. So, well, then tell us how it started because all I know is pumpkin spice and leggings <laughs> and <laughs> Ugg boots <laughs> and Ugg boots. So, the origins of Halloween have you ever wondered about the origins of Halloween? It's kind of a weird Constantly. thing. Constantly. Can't think about anything else. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those things like you never really think about, but then the second you're proposed with the question, it's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> when the hell did all this get started? So, yeah, the origins of Halloween, it actually is a Celtic holiday. It started as a Celtic holiday, which I never would have guessed. You think Celts, you think Irish, you think St. Patrick's Day. Yep. <laughs> you that's true. Think not not oh, ghosts Hallow's Eve. Halloween. So yeah. started with the Celts uh, to mark the end of harvest. So that is why they put this on. The festival called Sowain, and it was also the Celtic New Year. So it was of big significance to the Celts. So uh, they consider this a time where ghosts were able to cross the thin veil. So that's kind of where the creepy thing comes in. So I guess ghosts can cross over during this time. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of a strange thing. They would uh, light huge bonfires to drive spirits back into the spirit world. Well, the Vatican stepped in and they're like, nah, we can't. <laughs> this isn't going to work for us. So uh, they shut down Sawain as quick as they could. So they actually made uh, November 1st, the day after, All Saints Day to honor all the, all the saints that had died. So All Saints Day was known as Halamas. So it's kind of like Christmas. It's like the combination of two different words, which pretty much means All Saints Day. So in in come the Irish, who are now <laughs> pretty mad at the Vatican. You know, if somebody's trying to crush your tradition. And, at this uh, point, that's at like 1930s. So this is, well, really. This is in America now. Oh, this is transitioned. Yeah. This yeah. Is, this so is they like forward. brought it over and continued the tradition here and then by like the 20s and 30s is when it turned into like a hellion is when this started started happening yeah they come in and the kids the irish children would steal gates off of people's fences okay so the kids would wear masks they would go out and they'd steal the gates off of people's fences and then pretty much hold them for ransom this is where trick or treat comes from 
Genius. If, if you didn't give these kids candy, <laughs> yeah, I got your fence gate. I'm stealing your fence gate, and I'm holding it. Give me a sweet roll, or lock out the public. You shall not. <laughs> halt! You've committed crimes <laughs> against Skyrim and our people. Against Skyrim and our people, pay the fine. <laughs> uh, so storekeepers would often leave candy out, like an offering to the kids, like a bribe. <laughs> Okay, so let's jump back. Let's jump back. So we've jumped forward to trick or treat, which has become a thing in America in like the twenties, thirties, that type of that type of area. But if we go back to sewing, um, it was actually the celebration of like the end of summer and winter, right? Beginning. Yeah, it's like the it's like the halfway between. It's like what we'd call the... fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they yeah have a very short fall of one day. no that's probably not how it was i'm just making that up so uh, people would invite spirits of their dead relatives into their homes they would wear disguises to avoid harm from the evil spirits so they were they also put on these bonfires um where the druids would come out of the woods with their animal (laughs) companions and they would keep (laughs) they would keep the evil spirits away they would sacrifice animals they shared food it, it was, was it was a, it was great it was a great time you know it, it's if you just replace the food with beer it's pretty much like modern day Halloween really <laughs> no, or Saint Patty's Day or Saint Patrick's Day there's nothing like any Halloween event <laughs> I've ever been you've to. never been where the druids come out and they light the bonfire <laughs> it's been doing it wrong for <laughs> piss off ghosts twenty something yeah. years. <laughs> I don't know what sort of shanty forest you're hanging out in. <laughs> so, okay, now that we've uh, jumped back and jumped forward and jumped back, we're going to jump forward again, okay? Um, just slightly. We're going to go to the 17th century, you know? <laughs> we got to talk about jack-o'-lanterns. Why do we carve pumpkins? Where does that come to, from? Yeah. To be to uh, have competitions. Be like, hey, I'm a better artist than you. Well, that's probably why we do it now. I'm going to tell yeah, you. Is there, tell is you there like an actual origin for the jack-o'-lantern? This is supposedly the actual origin of the jack-o'-lantern. I feel like I need to know this. Here we go. Jack-o'-lanterns, or the man of the lantern. <laughs> In the 17th century, the jack-o'-lantern was the night watchman of the town. So there were people who were men. There were men who were... Uh, watchman right men of he was a man of the lantern and the story is related to a guy named jack who allegedly (laughs) allegedly (laughs) allegedly he died and in heaven they were like you can't come in here you're going to hell and previously in his life he had ticked off satan and satan's like you can't come here so he sent him into the darkness with a radish that had coal in it. Oh my god! And use that to light the way. Okay. What? So, <laughs> so, so this guy Jack, this guy Jack, denied entry into heaven, made Satan mad. So he's kind of like almost in this weird like purgatory thing, is what mm-hmm. it sounds like. And okay, the devil sent him into the darkness with a turnip full of coal to light his way. What, he just light the radish on fire? <laughs> like just <laughs> No, it's the coal, I guess. Like I don't I don't it sounds understand. like the intro scene to like a bad headless horseman movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> or, or like Ghost Rider. 
Yeah. Um, so Irish. <laughs> it's it's a low budget one. That's why he has a radish. <laughs> Jack is Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he do that once? Wasn't Jack Frost? Did, was he uh, Jack Frost? No, he was. Uh, wasn't he the original Ghost Rider? He was the original Ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, okay, so with this convoluted backstory of Jack being kicked out of heaven and hell and walked for all eternity with his turnip full of coal, the Scottish and the Irish started to carve creepy faces onto turnips, and they would put them in their windows to scare spirits away. This is very spirit-based, this whole holiday. Uh, when they came to America, pumpkins were easier because we had a bunch of pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> so they went, hey, these are bigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is much easier. So, you know, in the interest of laziness and <laughs> commercialization, we did it with pumpkins. To move on to another tradition, bobbing for apples. Ooh. You've probably done it once in your life, I bet you. Uh, yeah, it's really hard. It's a lot harder. It is than real, very hard. It's real tough. Uh, so apple bobbing was meant to be a way of fortune telling. So you'd throw an Ooh. apple peel onto the floor after you bob the apple out and it would make an initial or like a letter like the little wet stain it leaves i'm guessing (laughs) (laughs) would turn into some sort of symbol looking sweat spot that would then (laughs) indicate the name of the person you were going to marry (laughs) ah Probably through spirits or something. I don't know. There's you know, I think the Egyptians the did it the thing. exact same way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, in summary, the Celts are all out of their <laughs> minds. <laughs> a real spiritual bunch, definitely. I think the apples thing is a newer thing. I don't think that was like you don't think they were bobbing like, for apples. Come, let's let's burn this giant fire to keep the spirits away. <laughs> also, let's see who you're gonna marry yeah. in the future. You want to go in the Corton barn and bob for <laughs> apples? The Corton barn. barn, the Corton stone shack. You'd be bobbing for potatoes. <laughs> the Corton shack. For potatoes. You would. You'd be bobbing for potatoes. Is that because they're Celt? Yeah. You're, yeah. you're crossing a lot. <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that. And then they that's thats where the famine came in because they spent all, all their potatoes bobbing to find out yeah. who they're, they're going to marry. They, and then they, they all spent died, all their so. potatoes trying to <laughs> ward off the devil. <laughs> ward off the devil. <laughs> or Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And his turnip played by Gilbert Gottfried. Oh my God. <laughs> Turn a full of coal is Gilbert Godfrey. Hi, I'm a turnip. I'm a turnip. <laughs> so that is the bit by bit Cliff Notes version of the foundings of Halloween. And for ten ninety nine, you can have the whole unedited you can version, have an extended cut, <laughs> three easy pages. It includes shipping and handling. Oh, Most of them make you pay for it. Jesus. So, yeah, there we go. There's there's our Halloween history lesson. I think what this can speak for mostly is how unentertaining the origin of Halloween is. Yeah. It's not as exciting as you would hope. I I wish there was like more information on when it like went from that to like how do the costumes and i mean it all makes sense in the grand scheme of things but like where was that evolution because like it has grown to be something that is just like so out there it's and commercialization like man hallmark oh so i i do know this actually mm. oh. so 
you got these kids who are, st- are stealing, stealing fences and stealing gates. <laughs> so they would wear masks to keep, like, so, so that they couldn't go, Thomas and Jimmy Jr., I know where you live. You know, they'd be like, oh, oh I stole your gate. Give me some candy. So to be able to uh, kind of get in front of that, communities uh, leaned into Halloween and made it, like, focused on children. They're like, hey, so you guys are already doing this. Let's just make it a tradition that you go around and get candy and be dressed up. So and you're Stop all... stealing my wagon stop, wheels. Stop stealing my wagon wheels. My wagon wheels. <laughs> my 1930s wagon wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> we got a large depletion of wagon wheels out here. <laughs> large depletion of wagon wheels. <laughs> These damn kids are off the chain. <laughs> That's the boring history of Halloween, but um, something that's made it more exciting is how we've gotten into it. You know, how cultures developed around it, and the culture of horror has really always been tied to it for obvious reasons. But there's a lot of different characters in horror that are iconic. So let's talk about what would happen if we pit them against each other. Brian, what are you thinking, man? Welcome to this week's Versus segment. Versus. Do you have a couple of matchups for us? Been waiting for this argument all week. So I made a list. (laughs) (laughs) And I know I told you guys the first one already, but I tried to kind of make them either evenly matched or make it an interesting match. All right. So first one is Michael Myers versus Jason Voorhees. Who would win in a battle royale? Jason. Jason. Why? Well, what do you think? Jason has, like, died and come back a whole bunch of times. Jason's been to space. Yeah. Even. <laughs> Michael, I actually watched a whole thing on the history of um, Michael Myers. Because apparently, and I, I've only, like I said, I've only seen the first Halloween. After that, um, the reason that they cut off the all the rest of them with this new movie is that at the second one, he becomes linked to this, like, Celtic person, again, Celtic, this Celtic person who, like, is, like, reincarnated, and he's, like, linked to the devil or something crazy like that. I don't know. Super spiritual Celtic person. So it gets, like, off the rails. Yeah. So I'm I'm judging this fight based on Freddy versus Jason. And you're going, you're going Jason, though? See, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking Jason. I would say I I say Jason because he's a supernatural being. Yeah, supernatural. Yeah. And he whooped on he, Freddy. He like, drowned in a lake and came back to life. Michael Myers is just a serial killer. He's just a guy. He's just a dude. Yeah. Based on the current narrative, he's just a dude. Yeah. And based on the current narrative, as of like midnight tonight, he's about to get it handed to him by a frail lady with a with a Winchester. <laughs> with a Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for I've you, been Michael. Waiting for this night. I've been waiting my whole <laughs> life for this, Michael. Yeah, I think Jason whoops Michael Myers 10 out of 10 right. times. I think so. So, okay, All that right. was an easy one. Oh, okay, so that was that was an easy one. Next one is kind of a classic. We're going to say Frankenstein versus Dracula. 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 Why? I think by nature of lore, like Dracula can't die. Short but of. Frankenstein's not really alive. Frankenstein's 
the scientist. But you could end, you could end <laughs> Frankenstein's existence. Egg on my I'm face. Kidding. I'm just messing Frankenstein's with you. monster versus Dracula. My so, sincerest apologies. Oh, well, um, this changes the you. argument. Thank nope. you. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster is just a hunk of walking flesh. That just happens sure. to be, it's just a blunt object with a mind. He's of its super own. strong. He's real strong, but Dracula's Dracula. He's like an immortal yeah. being that can turn into a bat and fly can't away. can come out during the day. Okay. So fight him at okay. night. Like, I don't know, man. They wear, they wear these rings now. You ever seen Vampire Diaries? Nope. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> they wear rings so they can go out in the day. Oh, that's like, how they do it. You don't okay. know who's a werewolf or a vampire, and this chick's banging this dude, and these chicks are probably banging each other. Well, okay, so I guess you could raise argument there. It, you know, Dracula is like the immortal all-being, but if Frankenstein... Or Frankenstein's monster is just a hunk of meat with a brain. Can he be ended? Or like, because he could obviously be brought right back, but that relies on somebody else. Mm-hmm. It relies on Frankenstein. So I think assumed like pitched in the cage match. I think Dracula wins. Dracula wins. He's going to disembowel that thing. He's going to cut him back to pieces. See, but Frankenstein's yep. monster can like rip a man in half. But not, but a, not bat. a bat. You can't catch a <laughs> He's bat. Not I'm Aussie. pretty sure I could rip a bat in half. <laughs> if you could catch it, but you'd never yeah, catch you it with your bare hands. Touche. I think it can turn into like a horde of bats too. Like a whole flock so, of bats. Just, is it a flock? Is that what you call a whole bunch a of gaggle? bats? Is it a gaggle of bats? A gaggle of bats. It can't bats. be a gaggle of bats. That's not right. Listeners, write in. <laughs> <laughs> Something so Do this easily quick Google Googleable. search for us. <laughs> for ten ninety nine, you can have your own gaggle of bats. Gaggle of bats. <laughs> bit by bit branded gaggle of bats. <laughs> gaggle of bats. T shirt right there. Gaggle bats. Uh, gaggle bats. I I, I uh, Dracula can be killed by getting a like stake to the heart, right? And, and like Yeah, but that takes dexterity. Yeah. Which Frankenstein and, does and Frankenstein's planning. monster doesn't have. Right. I don't think he'd have the foresight or the wisdom or the dexterity to accomplish that. Dracula. Dracula. Ten times out of ten. Okay. I'll call that. Dracula went for the win. Um, (laughs) All right. Dracula versus Jason. Go. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) We're apparently doing a bracket style. I don't know. It's hard if you put two immortal beings with each other. I think Jason takes it. You think Jason takes it? I think it could go either way. I think what happens is Dracula goes bat, tries to like reappear to surprise Jason, but Jason like turns around in a flash, machete to the forehead, pins him against the wall, turns around, grabs a stake, and drives it through his heart as he's pinned against the wall with the machete through his head. Okay. Okay. Jason wins. But Dracula also kind of has this like hypnotism thing. He has black magic. Wait, wait. Or blood magic. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. But Dracula can be killed. Dracula, he can be killed if he gets staked in the heart, right? Jason just comes back. With no explanation. So maybe, maybe Dracula does too. I don't know. Which raises another argument. Maybe Dracula does, but we wouldn't know because nobody's ever killed him because he wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't right, think we'll there's any winning there. Yeah. Stalemate on that one. So, Wolfman... Are you ready for this? Versus Shelob, the giant spider from Lord of the Rings. Uh, giant spider. I think Wolfman. I go Wolfman. Go Wolfman? 
Why? Why are you going spider? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm moderating. <laughs> why, why Wolfman? This is between me and Blake. <laughs> Bring it on. Because Shelob always has to have the fast spiders do her bidding. Did she ever like really do anything catastrophic herself, or is just her little minions? Oh, yeah. I mean, Wolfman has the strength of like 30 men and moves at... I think Joey's thinking of Harry Potter. I was going to say, I think Wait, what'd you Harry say? Potter from Lord of the Rings. The one that like Harry like spinned up Frodo and like had that that little the little like stinger like thing. Oh, never mind. Hey, delete what I said <laughs> and then make Blake go first. <laughs> so why Shelob? So why Shelob? So um, I don't know if you've ever seen that part of the movie. Pretty intense. Like it'd be tough to get away from that thing. And I feel like the only thing that Frodo had on that spider was the fact that he's so small, you know, like mm-hmm. he was able to, I think, like outmaneuver her. But I mean, eventually she caught him anyway and spun him up. So, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe did she do that initially and then he like got out and no, somebody saved. No, him. yeah, he he Sam Sam stormed in and saved. That's him. right. That's right. But well, he chased off Shelob and then the like goblins came down and grabbed Frodo. That's right. And took him away. So, I don't know. I think just giant spider I, that I, I think is much bigger than the Wolfman is going to take Oh, it. yeah. I would think so. Like, so fast. Those eight legs just like... <laughs> but what if it... Since Wolfman has a strength of 30 men and is just a beast unleashed without the mind of man, hmm. I say he charges in, starts to rip the spider apart. As the spider kills him, they both die. Stabbing necks and catching you know, checks. Yep. That could be. I, I could totally see that being a fight to the death where they both end Because Wolfman is going to go thrashing until he physically cannot breathe. And I think by that time, he messes the spider up. I bet he could take a few so, hits of that stinger. That's, yeah, but she's going to poison him. You know? Like, that's what she does. She punctures him, yeah, poisons well, him. It, yeah, it, para- and it, it paralyzes, paralyzes him. So I think if he has the strength of 30 men, it'd take a couple stings. So he'd be like shredding her and she keeps stinging yeah, him. And he's got them massive claws. And yeah. He's probably in their hand and feet and just tearing her with the snout. like yep. Just climbing all over. Yeah. Spinning around. Yep. And then by time her poison and like stabbings have come into effect, I think she's donezo too. But then he's going to die from. Yep. And then he dies because he kind of realizes oh damn she got, she got me, me. <laughs> she got me i've been had <laughs> now i'm paralyzed and i'm bleeding to death that's a stalemate not because they're both immortal but because they kill each other yeah yep right on okay uh double, next one <clears throat> next one freddy versus pennywise mm, freddy yeah i'm gonna go freddy too pennywise relies on tricks mm, so I don't. I didn't know very much about Pennywise, and I I watched a video on Pennywise. Pennywise from Stephen King's universe comes from this dark energy negative world, and is just this like chaos energy type thing. So he only appears in um, our world as a clown because clowns are creepy, and like kids will come up to him, but then. He feeds on children's fear and like eats them, which oh. is interesting because Freddy also like feeds on fear a little bit. Huh. Hmm. I can see why you matched him up. I think uh, that's another one that 
could be a toss-up, but I don't know if Pennywise has ever been killed and come back. And the only reason I've got to go toss-up, too, is because I have seen Freddy's head get cut off and then proceed to turn and to me and winks. <laughs> like, it didn't even face him. All right. I would, I would say, I think I would lean more towards Pennywise after learning more about his lore because he... He'll die, or like he doesn't die. You can only get rid of him through this like ritual fight thing, and then like he comes back twenty seven years later, anyways. So, so regardless, he'll be back. So even if Freddy years. wins, he's still coming back. Yep. But in twenty seven years, yeah. I mean, that's almost thirty Meanwhile. years of freedom. So I would call that a win. Yeah. Okay. So partial win. Partial win on Freddy's part. Because <laughs> Freddy's Temporary. pretty smart. I bet he could figure it out. Temporary win. We call it a respectable draw. <laughs> uh, next one. Chucky versus one gremlin in a house with a pool. Gremlin. Yeah, I think the gremlin wins. Yeah. I think Chucky is vicious, but a lot of times I feel like his killings easily could have been avoided yeah and if you weren't done gremlin gets a hold of you like it's you're done skittering through the walls yeah i mean well chucky we don't know if this is a rabid gremlin though if it's it's not a mogwai it's a gremlin oh so mogwai is the cute cute little guy little guy yeah uh after it's eight after Midnight. midnight it turns into a gremlin yes which is dumb because it's always after midnight Right, right. It's like, it should be not after midnight, but before 4 a.m. You can't feed them. You know, like there's no... Or maybe it? that's just the ploy. They can 80s, never eat. 90s logic. I don't know. They can just never eat. See, that's what I always thought. Like, you either can't feed them or... Or get them wet because they'll multiply. Oh, that that's, adds a different... Yeah. Dy- I wasn't even thinking about that. You said a house with a pool. Mm-hmm. So that sucker's just going straight for the pool, and then it's a thousand gremlins versus Chucky. Chucky dies every you time. You know who, who loses? Chucky the world uh gremlin can die chucky he's just the spirit of a serial killer doll yeah so you could end that doll and then it's kind of like the age old like how many waves of third graders do you think you could fight (laughs) like you take them 10 at a time (laughs) chucky might knock through 30 gremlins but he ain't getting them all yeah Hmm. and they just keep circling back around and jumping in that pool pool. yeah never ending wave yeah, the world the world loses if that happens. Everyone just everyone loses cool. in that case. All right, all right. So let's let's do one more one more to wrap it up. Cujo, you know the dog, yeah. Cujo, mm-hmm. versus the entire cast of the Muppets. Oh man, Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I'm not messing just with that the dog. Muppets, so I'm not Muppets without their feathers puppeteers. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> Kermit the Frog it's just a, running his arms on the ground. Flailing. <laughs> <laughs> just getting like oh. ragged on. <laughs> well, that's pretty rude there. Yeah, Cujo, oh. Cujo wins every time. Unless you get like uh, animal just to play like a bunch of high pitched noises on the drum set or something. Just bing, 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 bing. Drive them away. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. That's a that's Muppets is a giant giant world. Maybe there's somebody in there oh, that's you know Swedish, what Swedish chef. The Swedish chef. Oh, they should. And it's Sesame Street too. <laughs> or the big old dude. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Come in and know me better, man. Oh, no, from from 
from Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> Muppets Christmas Carol. That dude, he's like ten feet the tall. Spirits too. The sp- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Include the Muppet spirits in there too. He could just <laughs> lay down on him. <laughs> Come in and know, know me, me better. better, man. All right, all right. So I think we're still leaning towards Cujo. On that one. Yeah, definitely Cujo. Unless you get the ghost of Christmas present. Oh, but is that the end of our battle royale of nightmare creatures? Nightmare, nightmare creatures. creatures. Yep. So, Brian. Yes. Before we go, let's talk about something here. Okay. Let's. Hear you it. got the invitation to the Google game streaming oh, today. Did you play I sure it? Did. Did you play it? I have it? not yet. I haven't gotten a chance yet. My mind is blown, sir. Oh. Let me let me just lay this out for the listener. Google announced yes. their own game streaming service that is going to stream AAA titles straight to your computer in a web browser without having web to browser. install anything. They, they render everything on the back end, do all the hardware stuff in their servers, and then How beam it to you with possible? the cloud. X, Xbox is doing the same thing. Project X Cloud is the same thing, and it's coming out next year. And you can play any of your Xbox games on any device. Really cool. Oh, but Google's is here now. And they launched it with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And they sent me an well, invite this their, code. This is their test. They're testing This it. is the test for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to play. They gave me, they gave Brian and a bunch of people mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free until yeah. January. We get to keep the game yeah. and play it whenever we want. And all I did was click a button and it was instantly running in Chrome. No installs, nothing. It's just, can't it's just rough. That's insane. I hooked my Xbox controller to my PC and it just worked natively. And I just sat here and played the new Assassin's Creed. So as soon as you plugged it in, it just recognized it in the browser? Yeah. And it's wi- it's wireless. I have a Bluetooth receiver for it. What? Yeah, like the, or the wireless receiver USB thing. And yeah, it just worked and it runs in like high to ultra graphic settings. It looks incredible. And it, it has no load on your PC at all. It's yeah. all just over your network. It's insane. Anywhere that you have, that you're logged in with your Google login, you can okay. play this. What a time to be alive, man. So you can be on a library, <laughs> you can be on a library <laughs> computer and just be playing Odyssey. I don't understand. They're changing, <laughs> they're changing the landscape, man. This is this is not yeah, this, this throws everything out the window. It does. It, it eliminates the need for a console. It eliminates mm-hmm. everything that we know and love. I mean, yeah, like what would you, <laughs> yeah. what would you need? Like a Chromecast. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So how does I'm gonna this, try that tonight? Actually, are you getting all works. your graphical processing and performance on the back end too, or is that relying on hardware? It's all on Google's side. All you have to have is a good internet connection. The surfer is probably like deep under the Pacific somewhere. <laughs> what did I spend all this money on this computer for? A whole lot of nothing, it seems like. Dude, now, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. I feel like I had a like general idea of what this was, but now I feel inclined to like really go read about it because that's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. There were there were dips in quality. Like there, it's a test. There's things that you know are going to go wrong. But like it works well enough. That's like it's doable absolutely yeah. I, i've had maybe in the 45 minutes i played i had like a total of four seconds separately where it dipped for a second and lagged and you can kind of tell but it's like over and then you don't even notice it 
so it's just like playing on console. Yeah. It's like mid <laughs> yeah. mid to late 360 PS3 era, like just how wow. games ran <laughs> back then. You know, <laughs> right. we had a little bit of a lower standard and things could like <laughs> freeze for a second during loading and then you could keep running. Like stuff like that doesn't happen, but it was that's the only thing I can compare it to. That's crazy. That's so awesome. I can't wait to boot that up. I'm thinking they're picking people from our side of the country since those servers are based in the West Coast. Mm. Like, this would be a good area for testing, I feel like. Yeah. Right. Especially when most everything that's civilized out that way has, like, fiber internet. Right. Like, oh, that's yeah. more of a standard out there than it is here. So, yeah, let me express to the user that I am playing on my gaming laptop with the standard Wi-Fi receiver at 100 to 120 megabytes down over Wi-Fi and was able to get high to ultra settings streaming that game jeez dude crazy that's crazy insane stuff. so that's my that's my hip fire for the week i that just happened and it just is like whoa <laughs> oh, man. so okay so here could be another question though like thinking about that the way you put that what does this do like i wonder on their end what it takes to make that streamable and what sort of load that puts on your data usage so like that's if that's true. how you game what's a month of this look like because like there's a lot of companies out there that still have data caps yeah i mean that would be a kind of a serious question though is like i wonder what extended use of this like looks like on the month's end for you know your internet usage mm -hmm. or i'm sure google like you know i wouldn't be the first person that thought of that so i would just be curious how they're able to achieve that level of performance just streaming like that's insane well i'm wondering how much data is actually being sent it i think it may just be some form of uh, be like sitting and watching youtube videos or something yeah it's, it's i think it's some form of um desktop share where <clears throat> you your remote access into a virtual machine of theirs maybe I don't know. Huh. Now I've got to, I must know more. So yeah, definitely check it out. Keep on the lookout for that. I'm more excited, obviously, about Xbox's version of it because um, I'm already in that ecosystem. So to have mm -hmm. Halo right. 5 on my Android phone when I'm at school you're, or you're something. You're back on in that system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's my home. I was always going to go back. I'm the, the prodigal <laughs> son and all that. This one did specifically <laughs> say you can't do this on your phone or tablet. It has to be. See, that's interesting. A web browser computer. That is interesting. I, I, Xbox has an advantage there. Then mm. it's going to be on everything. They're even manufacturing hmm. a little clip to put on your Xbox controller to hold your phone, so you can really? just play. Just really? have a controller. Oh, that'd be. That's insane. Yep. That's in, as soon as they announced that, I'm like, well, that's why we never got an Xbox Mobile. Like they never made like an Xbox handheld. Because they were just yeah. working on this, and it's like, oh, everybody already has an Xbox handheld now. <laughs> there you go. Right? It's crazy. That also speaks to the phone technology a ton, though. Like, do you ever imagine you'd see a time where you could play Halo 5 on your cell phone? No. Jeez, like, no. <laughs> no. Maybe in, like, 32-bit, like, toned-down yeah, reskin. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was blown away when I got uh, uh, an emulated pokemon red to work on my phone one time <laughs> this is the future oh man emulation <laughs> emulation man i man, i was all in on emulation i thought emulators and roms were the future <laughs> joey do you have one
as you guys know, I said earlier, uh, Black Ops 4 this week. Well, since Friday. So I guess, well, yeah, what a week tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, having a lot of fun with it. Um, have tried the zombies out. That kind of is what, it, you know, they've added some new mechanics there. And it's pretty fun, but that is what it is. And then traditional Call of Duty multiplayer is just that. You know, it's always kind of been the same with different mechanics from game to game. But with this one, they kind of, well, they didn't kind of, like, they jumped straight in on the Battle Royale buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us here are all too familiar with the Battle Royale. You know, we've all played Pub. We've all tried Fortnite. We play, you know, Ring of Elysium. Call of Duty's got it now. Was DayZ added their own? Yep. Or DayZ was like kind of the original, kind of yeah mod. What? But then didn't DayZ did the uh, the cars, the like Auto Royale? Was that DayZ? H one Z one. Or H one Z one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so H one Z one went free to play. Did that. So like kind of what I was thinking in my mind is like Call of Duty comes out with this and you know Call of Duty will sell numbers every time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They could put another one out in 6 months. It's doing numbers. So it wouldn't surprise me. Fortnite saw a little dip of these people that, you know, bought the Call of Duty game and kind of jumped back into what they, you know, are normally playing. And then you almost immediately when uh Fortnite did its update this past week they put a four-wheeler in it mm-hmm. and it does different things but that's you know the four-wheeler was that's call of duty's thing right and then it made me start thinking try not to long win this but it made me start thinking like when fortnite really was past gaining its popularity and we kind of saw player unknown start like stealing little yeah. traits from it and then for this one to come out with its battle royale and immediately the big one is kind of stealing traits from yep. it yep and like they're all borrowing from each other and they're all the same game with a little twist. Do you guys think that past the end of 2018, like we battle royale is the thing? The thing? I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like it's not going to last much longer. I think it's a fun twist on a game style, but like these games that are, you know, like I think Fortnite probably survives because they're like save the world stuff is pretty good. Yeah. And they are like king of battle royale right now. Yeah, I think Call of Duty free. survives. Yeah, Call of Duty survives because that's just a mode in a bigger game that happens to be really fun. But I don't see these like we are a battle royale game. I I think that stuff is done within like the next six to eight months or so. I just don't see it. Maybe not done, but it's going to turn into a cult game and yeah. not like such a mainstream ordeal. And I don't know. I just feel like I might be the only one that feels this way, but nah, I, I had to voice it. I uh, I hope it dies. I'm tired of Battle Royale. I think we've all been tired of Battle Royale for a while. Um, we found little ones here and there, like Ring of Elysium, that have been, oh, you know, it's it's something, it's just different enough, you know, to, it has things like a snow map or hang gliding that the other games don't have, you know, in that you can just do in the game. Right. But... I think it's only going to last for a little bit. It's scratching that itch for right now. I think for it's going to fall to the side like the rest of them. And I think that Call of Duty coming out with this Battle Royale mode is basically them saying, all right, kids, we're still the best game around for this, for in this genre, in this oh, first-person shooting. The triple-A polish on yes. that Battle Royale experience is just right. I mean, the shooting is nothing like, you know, Ring has got pretty good ballistics 
uh, PUBG was really known for it. This game, it's like you can clearly tell there's some ballistics modeling for the long range stuff, but the in close is still just very much like the run and gun Call of Duty mm -hmm. that you know. Yeah. But like, you're you're right. Like they, when it comes to first person shooters, like it's always going to be Call of Duty. Like, you know, whether you're into the Call of Duty or the Battlefield experience, like it's hard to top these big AAA companies, and it just shows. It shows. And I think them them putting a battle royale into this mode is their way of saying, look, we're doing this. We're AAA. This is the best that you're going to get. So nobody else is like, I, th I think other companies are going to look and be like, we, we literally don't have the money to beat that. We don't have a way to beat that. And I think that's going to be the nail in the coffin that's going to make the battle royale series die. And Call of Duty can go back to doing what they're doing in the first place because no one can surpass them. Hmm. It's interesting. I can see that. Uh, I think games like Fortnite are always going to hold their numbers, though. You can't beat free. That is true. Yeah. You can't beat free. And I, I mean, right now, you know, Black Ops, what? Black Ops 3, I think. I haven't checked the price since this one came out, but like, Black Ops 3 until the day remained an expensive game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, eventually everybody owns it. I mean, the Call of Duty games just do numbers, especially the Black Ops. But I think where like call it you know black ops 4 shines over the other ones as i'm kind of on par with you like they've got that triple a studio funding it's got that polish you know they could have not done it at all people mm -hmm. are still gonna buy black ops for oh, yeah. zombies and call of duty multiplayer mm -hmm. but you're telling me like i can also hop in that realm and like scratch that battle royale itch all of it like, you can that, throw all of it together yeah if you're into like shooters that's your game yeah that's the future, you know. I mean, that's the future of it, I think. Because think about think about Quake. Quake oh, came man, out, Quake. and it was like, oh man, have you seen this new thing called Deathmatch? Oh man, yeah. Like we just right. get in an arena and we kill each other. It's amazing. It's, <laughs> and and now that is the baseline multiplayer experience for games. Right. Everything. So yeah. yep. I think battle royale is that. It's a new game type, masquerading as a full game right now there's multiple so games it's just doing something it. that okay yeah so call of duty is just the first one to put it in its place exactly sure they did sure. exactly okay. i like that no yeah that makes sense they they took the next logical step which is integrated and battlefield's doing the same thing battle battlefield's right. got their own battle royale mode but it's yep. in addition to everything that makes that game great which is what heightens it yeah. you know what i think you just hit the nail on the head because like that puts it all in perspective and it's that's exactly the experience i'm having with it i'll hop in and play four or five games of their battle royale blackout they call it you know i'll play four or five games of blackout and when i'm just getting rolled on if i was playing PUBG and i'm getting rolled on like that all f4 You're like done. i'm done with this yep. game i'm getting rolled on in blackout okay i'm gonna play some capture you know capture the flag or you know some rush some conquer like right. okay i'm getting rolled on that i don't want to talk to anybody anymore I'll play, play some, some zombies, zombies for a little bit yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's time for bed, and like, but I've stayed in that game. Yep, and and, and I think that's one of the reasons they removed um, single player from Black Ops Four is because they have kept you in almost like a like multiplayer slash cooperative loop where you're mm -hmm. always connected mm -hmm. to people online. You're playing multiplayer, Blackout, or zombies. Everything is online, right. so you don't have a chance to. It, it's almost like not putting clocks in the casino. 
you know yeah it's yeah. like if you have a chance to disengage from it then you'll probably leave but they don't want you mm -hmm. to leave they want you to yeah, keep right. playing and I, I think that they just integrated it into the grand scheme of things really well and it works they've hooked people you know it's it's got its hooks in me i'm having a lot of fun with it um you know i was hesitant at first because of the price and then you know nobody else was going to get it and i was like no you know what like i want to try it so i bought it and it's kind of all i've been playing when i've got go. some time to kill it's good it's good heck yeah man but man your fucking comparison to deathmatch like that's that is the perfect explanation of battle royale i feel like that's what we're going through right now yeah mm -hmm. brian do you have a topic my uh, hip fire is uh, I, I got a list of a bunch of Halloween style, like horror movies slash Halloween specials. Yeah. Um, and what I want to do is I kind of want to rapid fire these out and you guys give me a pass fail type of thing on these. First one, the uh, Halloween series, the Michael Myers series. Uh, fail. Fail? Okay. Never uh, seen it. <laughs> next up, Friday the 13th. Um, I'll give it a pass. Yeah, it's it'll get through. Okay, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, pa or fail, fail, fail. Yeah, fail. I'm going. I don't like. Nah, you Freddy know what? I've seen worse movies. I give it a pass. Okay, it. Uh, pass. Yeah. Okay. The Scream movies. No, mm, fail, fail. Garbage. The scary movies, movies. Mm, the first one pass. The rest of them fail. Yes, so <laughs> good. The first one so good. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Strong Ghostbusters, original, pass. Okay. Yeah, original, iconic. Alien. Pass. Pass. Blair Witch Project. Fail. Pass for what it was, fail because it wasn't. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. It inspired things like the paranormal activity. Yeah. Like that was so Blair Witch yeah. style, but so like much Like the better. found footage horror. Genre. Yeah. That brings my next one, the paranormal activity movies. Haven't seen them. Um, pretty good. I'll give them a pass because, I mean, they were... I know we're not using this time to go in depth, but I will say those movies for the time, like they were doing something different, and it was pretty freaky. Yeah. They're good. Pass. Cool. Uh, the movie Monster House. Did you see that one? I've not an seen it. It was an anime. If I have, it's not. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll pass it. It's okay. okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. The TV series Supernatural. Um, first couple Never seasons pass the rest of it. Like, come on, why? Why? Correct answer. <laughs> uh, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Pass. pass. Cool. Classic, but fail because I don't like the peanuts. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the Wolfman. Um, I'm, fail. I'm failing it. Okay. Super Eight. Did you guys uh, see that one? Is it with the aliens? Yeah, I'll pass it. Was this like the kids? Yeah. It's JJ yeah, Abrams yeah. with the camera. Yeah, yeah. I'll pass that. Train. Yep, yep. Stranger Things. Pass. Pass. 110%. Yeah. The Goonies. Absolutely. Pass. pass. Perfect. E.T. I'll pass it. Uh, yeah, I'll pass E.T. Gremlins. First Gremlins. I'm probably going to fail it. Yeah, I think Gremlins. I'm going to fail it too. I wanted to Fair pass enough. it, but I, I can't. The second one was really bad. I don't know if you guys Even though they'll mess so Chucky up. They'll mess Chucky up. Evil Dead. Pass. pass. For sure. Adam's Family Values. I'm going to fail. I don't like I don't, the Adam's Family. I don't either. Oh, yeah, fail if it has to do with the Adam's Family. I never got the appeal of the Adam's Family. Uh, the movie Trick or Treat. Haven't seen it. Never Maybe saw Trick it. Trick or Treat. I don't remember. 
Um, I'll give it a subpar pass, but a you know a low pass. A low pass. Um, did you guys ever see the movie Hocus Pocus? I feel like iconically it gets a pass. I'm failing it because I don't like it. I've never seen it. I don't think so. I've seen it either. It shows this time of year on every third channel. Yep. Like, how have you missed it? I don't have TV. Yeah. It's 2018. <laughs> um, and one that Jenna suggested was Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Pass. Pass. Every time. Yep. All right. What's what's that one about real quick? It's like a Disney Channel a, original yeah, it was movie. A, so that's my comment for this movie was going to be, I don't know as an adult <laughs> if I would go back and like take from it what I did, but I know as a kid... I couldn't wait until Halloween. You know, it was that time of year where Halloween Town was on because they were so good. Awesome. And then when they started announcing sequels, it was like, <gasps> you know, <laughs> fangirl. Cool. Little kid. Fangirl in yep. over here for Halloween Town. Oh, yeah. Cool. Is that it? Right on. Well, we appreciate you joining us for our Halloween special. Uh, if you have a different opinion on the things we talked about today, if you have a different opinion on the fights or the movies we just passed or failed, join us in the Bit by Bit Discord. Tell us what you think. Uh, come over there. Fight us. We don't care. We're there all the time. We'll fight you. <laughs> Bring, Bring it, it on. <laughs> Step up. Step up. Uh, you can 1v1 also find me. us. One be one be bitch. <laughs> you can also find us at bitbybitpodcast.com. That's bitxbitpodcast.com. Of course, you can always find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. You can find us pretty much anywhere. So get out there. Be safe on Halloween. Have a good time, but don't drive drunk and try and get into a costume contest or something fun. I don't know. Go celebrate the commercialized Halloween that we've all come to enjoy. We will catch you all in two weeks. See ya. Oogie. Have you seen my perfect rendition of Dick in the Box? Yeah, I have won that contest. Spot on. Spot, Spot on. on. Spent a lot of money. On it. <laughs> it's like a legit ass suit. It costs so much money. Not the big red button. Wrong lever. <laughs> Favorite moment of the day, right there. You there you go. Oh. You could knock your shit around in there. Sorry. <laughs> so loud. Oh. She said, don't hate the don't player. Don't hate the player. <laughs> well, if I put it like Brian actually put it, we will pull a trick on you if you don't give us candy because we are garbage children who live on <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you can't say that. You can't say that. That's real.